This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, December 14th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part four of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. It's going to know when to use the power. It's going to know how to use the power on individual reasons. And a lot of that is what we know technically. What we didn't know technically that was addressed by this bill is how to pay for it. Because this is a lot of money to put into basically better living. The parallel to this is probably the interstate highway system. No state or city could have afforded a highway system that was so consistent across the U.S., which then furthered the idea of interstate transport and goods traveling by truck everywhere. We're going to see the same effect on the new digital grid. It's going to understand where to allocate the power, and it's going to have the projects in place to do these basically all at once. Because if you don't, it doesn't make that much difference. Well, perfect. You just you just perfectly teed up my my next question. Mona, you said you're going to get into it. Can you break down this bill for us? How do we follow the funds? What, what how do you see this progressing? Absolutely. And it, so so first off, um, Pat mentioned electrification and, and the fleet. Um, this bill has 65 billion for power and grid, as I mentioned, but there's additional 54 billion for water and wastewater infrastructure. 17 billion for ports and waterways, 7 billion set aside for resiliency, 64 billion for broadband, 16 billion for Amtrak, and the list just goes on. There's there's 39 billion for public transit. Airports are receiving 25 billion dollars. And then last but not least, the first electric vehicle charging federal spend in our history, 7.5 billion dollars for EVs and then another 7.5 billion for buses. So I just, okay, I just need to take a sip of water after that because that's a lot of money that is going from the federal government to the states. And so the electric sector is going to play a really prominent role in making sure, especially absorbing and helping bring about this electrification that the Biden administration has supported and wanted for so long. And in addition to, you know, these different pots of money that are at play specifically for the power and grid sector, the U.S. Department of Energy is launching a better, building a better grid initiative. The building a better grid initiative is an effort to encourage the modernization of the nation's existing electric transmission grid. And so there is a focus, you know, around the need for more transition, more grid resiliency in order to achieve the goals of the, of the overall bill. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Two new offshore wind projects in the U.S. territorial waters of the Atlantic Ocean could provide enough power for 1.3 million homes and put the government closer to its maritime wind energy goals, the Biden administration said. The government published the draft environmental impact statements for the proposed Coastal Virginia and Sunrise Wind Energy projects, which are slated for the nation's east coast. If approved, they could boast a collective capacity of 4,000 megawatts of power, enough to meet the demands of 1.3 million homes. 
Canada's Pembina Pipeline Corporation recently outlined a 2023 capital expenditure program totaling $539.4 million, about $354.7 million of which will go toward its pipeline projects. It's also selling off its stake in a major Canadian pipeline project that carries natural gas liquids out of Western Canada's Montney and Duvernay fields. Industrial Info is tracking more than $1.5 billion worth of projects from Pembina, nearly $500 million of which is nearing or under construction. North Dakota and South Dakota, while perhaps not industrial powerhouses, are in fact seeing some fairly strong industrial project activity occurring. Industrial Info is tracking more than $2.75 billion worth of projects under construction in the states. The food and beverage and industrial manufacturing industries lead the two states in terms of project spending, with a little less than $950 million each of projects under construction. And there has been a backlash from major oil and gas companies to the UK's increase in the windfall tax that threatens future investment in North Sea projects. French company Total Energies SE has said that it will cut its planned investment by $105 million, around 25% of its planned spending, after the government recently bumped up the tax burden on oil and gas company profits from 25% to 35 percent. The energy profits levy will also now stay in place until 2028 as opposed to 2025 as originally announced. It brings the total tax burden on oil and gas firms to 75 percent. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.